You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? I assume we all preview and don't uh, make it so we know it's red, right? We all do that. Uh, now, on broadcast geeks, I usually read. Also, the messages come through so quick when we're having discussions. Right. That if I don't see the first preview, and it's just like uh, earlier tonight, I saw one from you that said like, should be, I plan on being a Jake's at 845. And I was like, I think that's in response to doing it. I don't know. I have well, to I have to open it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had to. Well, my point is Nate, Nate could yeah. read it without opening without it so that we know it. So we don't know if he's seen it. Sam's guilty of that a lot. I do that. Sometimes you just have to. You, you know, it's there. You just don't have time to engage. It. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have time. I think we're being avoided, though. That's fair. <laughs> well, we all have our reasons. Yeah. Anyway. What up, Mitch? Why don't he go to that other podcast house and have sex with it? Yeah, dude. <laughs> the D&D one? Yeah. Or in Werewolf Radar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this isn't where... Should we say that now? Because this is Broadcast Geeks. I don't know what episode. I think it's like 263. 260. Three. Oh, fuck. That's way too many fingers. Off the dome. I am Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. And I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. I can't fucking believe I never thought to set up my camera over here so I don't look like the smoking man in the X-Files <laughs> and I'm silhouetted in the back. Oh, it's crazy you said that because I was about to say, like, you look really good on camera tonight, Mitch. Thanks. I moved my <laughs> camera two feet to the right. It also appears that you got a pretty sharp haircut. It looks like I did get a haircut. Uh, I'm growing my beard back. Yes. That's a that's a story for off the air. But uh, what's her name? Oh no! I told you this is a story off the air. (laughs) Nailed it. All right. So you most importantly though you made the time for Stranger Things. Indeed, I did. And oh man. Fuck yeah, man. I, I don't know what I was talking about in the last episode. It was like, oh, I don't fucking like this show. I, don't fucking... <laughs> I do like the show, but man, I guess we're just going to hop right into it, eh? Yeah. yeah. Just call us Jim Hopper. We're... How badass uh, is he? Dude, really badass. I thought for sure he was going to die. Uh, I got a question. Yeah. Was that thing that was they had trapped in the, the crash... Crash, what the fuck? Kramchaka? Is that, was that a Demogorgon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or one of the lesser. It, well, no, I mean, like, we saw later on when uh, Dustin caught the little tiny Demogorgon. And right. Him, and then it saved him later. Like, we saw that there's, like, Demogorgons hatching and then other shots of the Upside Down even before we've seen the babies show, like, the eggs and shit. Right. But, like, that was that the same Demogorgon from season one, villain? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but I'm pretty sure if you go back, uh, L turned that fucker into Thanos dust. Just she turned him into fucking Demogorgon soup. Dude, she dusted his ass. He went. He went the way of T'Challa. <laughs> oh no! It's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I. Oh man! I just had a crazy theory pop into my head. Hit it. Hit me with it, daddy-o. I was feeling that void that was created months ago. The, the show itself is 
a D&D campaign. Oh, yeah. They, for, like, a group of people. <laughs> oh, you mean, like... I just realized something the Duffer Brothers have said out loud a hundred times. <laughs> so, so this is going to be one of those things where... That's one of those beautiful stone epiphanies. Hopper is too badass to not just like you're not rolling just natural twenties right there. He is like a, a character with high attributes all of a sudden. Yeah, dude. When did that happen? Uh, between the dead kid losing Al, <laughs> all the shit he's gone through, man. That guy is like I don't know. It, it was cool to see them develop the character. What did you think about him uh, reflecting on his life and having been such a uh, you know worse person than we previously knew? about hopper when did that happen uh when he reveals that he knew he was sick with agent orange and got his wife pregnant anyway and then lied to her about it yeah oh shit i did not glean that must have been one of those times where i was like well and he i'm awake he says it but he doesn't say it in succession right he explains that they knew about agent orange he explains that he knew what it was doing to people he was in the services with kids and then like a couple sentences or seconds or scenes later he says like and i knew the risk and i did it to her anyway and i lied to her i never let her know and then it shows her collapsing and being sick and him playing dumb going to the hospital because he already knows what's wrong with his kid oh shit yeah so okay back up agent orange yeah, he knew he was having a broken kid because he was subjected to Agent Orange in the military. Agent Orange is napalm? It's defoliant. No. It's a defoliant. It kills shrubbery so that you can attack Viet Cong from the sky because there's no tree cover and tall grass so you can see where they are. Also, causes birth deformities and crazy, crazy cancers for generations. Yeah. And the government didn't admit that till like we were out of high school, Mitch. Oh shit! Yeah. So in a so he was there. He was smoking hash out of a human skull in Da Nang, and then he was also fucking exposed to this. Yeah. So then he, he uh, it was in his bloodstream. Is it was in his cum stream. He has the sickness. It's just not a fa- he's not cancerous like a lot of the guys. He's down with the sickness. Yeah. He must have a high constitution. Yeah, well, and a lot, you know, certain people's bodies just don't react to certain stimulants. Other people's bodies do. Like, his system's sick. It's just not cancerous. Holy shit. And, but he knew his other friends who came out healthy were having kids that were dying. And so he sentenced his wife to raising this kid till it died. Ugh. And loving this kid and building this family with him that he knew was not going to make it. And she left him after that happened, right? Yeah, and it's implied that she eventually found out that he... Oh, God. Like, yeah, at some point she had to reconcile the fact that this guy she loved got her pregnant despite knowing all of that. Well, it wasn't guaranteed, but it was It, 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 was, it was highly likely. It was high risk. probable. And back then you would have been scared of it in a way that you would have been more thinking it was going to affect you than it wouldn't, I'm sure. Right. Because it was being swept under the rug in a way that if you were a GI who was really aware of it, it was terrifying what they were doing. My, not the, It's not the same thing, but my dad got... Um, uh, mesothelioma because he was on the ships in yep. World War II and Korea. All the asbestos. Yeah, he was a merchant marine. Yep. Well, but anyway, yeah, he's a he's a crazy character at this point. Like, yeah, he's I thought people. it was. Do they? The guy was he was like hit my fucking ankle with the hammer to break the shackles. Was like that didn't break his ankles, or was it implied that it broke his foot enough that he could sloop it out of there like a fucking character in in saw? Yeah, no, he broke the foot and then kept taking it on and off so that he'd be deformed in a way that he could take it on and off. Oh god, that fucking makes me want to vomit. Yeah, dude, that's hardcore. Yeah. 
And then he runs. But how was he walking then if both of his feet were broken? Well, one one foot, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. It was one foot. I guess, yeah, you don't need to. Uh, so, you know, motivation's a motherfucker, Mitch. Yeah, man. I would have just been dead in that prison. Yeah. I've seen Jordan with his ankle snapped on tape playing a whole game, putting up record-breaking numbers. So I'm sure Hopper could drag his ass out of a prison if that's what his only motivation in life was. Jordan Dahl? No, Michael. Oh, <laughs> Well, I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. What about, uh, what about all right, I want to talk now. So the thing that the, the reveal is that uh, Vecna. The, the reveal is kind of vague, though, because we truly don't know. There's implications both ways, whether or not the upside down existed before Vecna was sentenced there. Oh, because there's, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of data that shows that the upside down hasn't aged or moved in time since the day Vecna was sent there. But there's also like, then how the fuck do the Demogorgons or the Mind Flayer exist? Well, wait, exist? we we call him Vecna because that's what the kids call. Same him. with Demogorgon. So and Mind we can call him by his name, or we can call him Number One. Right, but I mean, like when we're number talking one. about him in the under, I think yes. it's easiest to refer to him as like One when he's the guy, and Vecna when he's the thing. Yeah, like Freddy Krueger Jr. and Vern or whatever the fuck I forget his name now. It took you guys so long Creel? to watch this. I know it's Creel, but Victor, Victor's the old man, right? Victor's the dad. Victor, his, let's just call him Freddy Krueger Jr. Okay. So old Coogie Junes was fucking uh, sent there by Elle when she ripped him apart and created the crack and opened the upside down. But we, there's really no evidence other than the fact that it was a place he was able to be sent to that suggested existed before he got there. Which is why yeah. I'm saying, like, I don't get how there's another season, because if this results in defeating Vecna, then the next season's just going to be Saved by the Bell, the Scarred class. Another opening. No, they have to oh, get, they, they have, have to, to defeat Vecna, and he is. Right, the so, then, so then it must have been there. And under the way the tentacles feed into him and the tentacles exist in the whole thing. I think... Uh, another option, another crazy theory I'd like to throw out there is that maybe Will, with his inability to profess his love to Mike, drew the made the painting, and it shows him becoming <coughs> the next threat, the next Vecna or Vecna or just Will. Uh, um, well, I am thinking that if there's going to be an additional tie to the underground that keeps it around, it'll be through Will. It's got to be. Because they haven't reconciled him vomiting up that slug. Yes. They haven't reconciled stuff from the story, and they're being too thorough Yes. about how they're reconciling what everything. What is that the painting? Left open. Or is it a drawing? I mean, the painting, you saw him painting trees and shit, so I don't think it's going to be that that horrific, though. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be the Mind Flayer again. Depends on how much blood. When I rewatched it, though, and saw him doing the painting, I was like, that's a pretty sweet painting. Matt's probably closer to it than it being a reveal of a truth. It's probably more like, dear Will, my peen tingles when you dear, were near. Dear Mike. Or yeah, dear Mike, sorry. <laughs> dear Mike, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, number one. Uh, I feel like they're teasing us. I so they they say that because when he's doing like the big like when he's monologuing and revealing to L his whole fucking plan, um, he basically says that his dad thought it was a demon, but it was actually just him with psychokinetic powers. Yeah. So there never was any demon. It was just his son and. So how did he get the psychokinetic powers? The old man? Just, or the, oh, you no, mean, the kid. Well, I mean, uh, uh, th I th this gets into off-screen shit that I just think a lot of the nerds that are into it are into, like me and Nate. 
But the story's based on the Montauk experiments, and they talk about MK Ultra with the mom and shit. Mm. And people that worked on that hold true that like the biggest thing they found out is that certain people are predisposed to it and certain people aren't. So I think what you're seeing is like you're seeing a kid who had strong enough powers already that Dr. Brenner, who had just been fired and disgraced off MK Ultra, was able to take this kid to a fucking building and then talk a bunch of senators into giving him money again. Because this kid has already developed to the point where we wanted to try to get these adults. This kid's naturally there. So let's start studying kids and let's forcibly rape and fucking breed babies with these other ladies we've been dosing with MK Ultra levels of acid for all these years that they're fried. So was the idea to create a whole army of number ones so that they could yeah because i mean like earlier in the show they show that's what they did to eleven's mom and that she's right. not full crazy because she says they stole the baby and her sister thinks she's nuts because the baby was stillborn and when hopper and uh the crying mom show up they're like well did you ever see the baby and her sister's like no the doctor told me it was dead why would i go look at that mm. and they're like well then you don't know shit. Can we go talk to your sister? And no, she's like, you can try. And they go in there and she's just like muttering under her breath at a TV rocking back and forth. That's right. I remember that. But she was one of the MK Ultra patients. Mm-hmm. So they've been like breeding all these kids through these former MK Ultra candidates who showed promise and they were hoping there'd be more genetic promise after. Is that, is that what all these kids are? Yeah. The show? No, not the kids we're watching. Oh. One through fucking 13 or whatever we see. Yeah. One through 13 is. I think, yeah. Those, okay. those are kids that are offspring of MK Ultra. All right, wow. Except one. Right, because he was a Creel. Number one's Creel, and he's like this found kid that justifies the funding for Brenner to do this horrific shit to these kids. Which we also so, find out wasn't that horrific until after L had dispatched this guy who murdered most of the test subjects. Right. So they put like a little dampener, like bead in his neck so he couldn't use his powers or what? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Crazy. So he just kind of grew up to be the old. That's the weakest part of the story because if they understood how to turn those powers off, they'd understand how to turn them on. Well, yeah, they put you in the floaty tank. No, if they knew like what neurons and how to block you from using superpowers in your head worked. I mean, they could, yeah, yeah. But then that means they'd have to understand the system to turn it off in your brain and you still have like cognitive abilities. You can stop something without not without knowing how to start it again. Yeah, but not like a complex electrical system. Possibly, like a jump. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about neuroscience. I mean, they, they can't even do that to get millionaires off of pills. They still have to put them in a full-on coma. And I'm, I was going to say that they just haven't discovered the way yet. Yeah, but... Yeah, so in 86, for them to know not only how to, like, fuck with this kid's brain electrically, but be able to turn off his superpowers. Yeah. Seems like, well, then why wouldn't you just use a tool that does the the opposite way and put that in all these kids and be set? So, okay. So I have a question. So the, 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 the upside down is frozen in time. On the day that Vecna got there. So when he was frozen, it was like November something, 83, according to Nancy's diary. Yeah, it's the day Will that's disappears. The day Will disappears and the day that... That's the same day that Eleven puts... Uh, Creel Jr. in the fucking uh, Upside Down and then escapes, right? Right. I can't remember how she escapes in the first season. She, they, they don't show you. Well, wait, wait, wait. You don't see her escape till this season where you see Vecna show her how, basically. There's some time in between. There's like two days. No, are you sure? Yeah. Because I guess I don't remember the from the first season how old she was and what she looked like when uh, or, or what was going on when she escaped. 
But my thought is they knew it wasn't her that did it. We just, that's how they edited it, right? That's how we saw that. Brenner didn't think she did that. I think when, at any point. I think when Brett, no, I think the immediate reaction where he goes, what have you done? Like when he walks in the room and there's yeah. just bodies everywhere and she's the last thing standing and she's bleeding out of every organ. But then they, they re-show it. I'm sure that the second he sees Vecna okay. dead, he knows what's going on. But I think that initial moment oh, that well, they sure. show you like that, three times. That makes he, sense. Yeah. Um, she felt that fear being looked at her. I guess what I'm saying, so we're saying that by by sending him into the, uh, wherever he gets sent, that's what draws Will in. So that's, that's, that's what theory we're the, working the, on, the, that she the creates it, yeah. as opposed to it wasn't just there and he taps into it. I, I don't, I don't see how that would make... The only argument for that I see is that there's already full-grown Demogorgon. But wasn't the government already ready for that? Like, were they monitoring that at Fissure? The Fissure and Sheik's... That is the Fissure is when he went through the wall. That's why that playroom's not... Yeah. Scenes when they no they walled it off and they were studying it, right? Well, yeah. Okay. So that is the that is the upside down. So we hadn't had access to it. And before that... Nobody gets attacked in the upside down. All these kids are experimenting on it, oh, are using their telekinesis. Right, right. And then in right. the immediate test that day and the next day following this, L starts seeing the monsters when she's trying to remote view. She's going through the upside down instead of straight to remote viewing. So she I was die to close. As long as she's live, maybe? I don't know. Is she the seat of it? Is he the seat of it? Oh, is it so my thought saved him? my thought was that um, she created the upside down when she did that because she was like I'm gonna send this dude somewhere that he'll never be able to get out and she like was like ah, I'm gonna kill you and like she ripped a portal open to another dimension but she created the dimension it's a pocket which dimension. makes me think that it's like a Terminator 2 situation where you know no there's one more chip that has to be destroyed. <laughs> And it's, it's 11. Right. Or when she started to break him down, him trying to use his power encapsulated him in this weird limbo. Mm. I'm sure that Dustin will figure it out. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of like real like grasping at straws that end up making like the, oh, that's what this must be. Oh, yeah. And that's what but, I, mean. I mean. It's a, it's a TV okay. show. So, of course. But he controlling. So is he controlling all the creatures that come out of there? Dude, I don't, that's what I mean. I don't know if, if he doesn't control them, then it must have existed before he got there. Right. Even if it's subconscious or on a weird level. So, I mean, it's because it mirrors reality to some extent. Things yeah. are the same in certain places. They're the same, they're just decrepit and covered by him. But I wonder if it's also based on ex ex experiential, as far as like it'd be different places would be available based on who's in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm curious then how Vecna got to look like this, but more importantly, like how, what was, what was keeping Will? Like, so there were there creatures there where they're trying to take over Will? I guess I got to watch for a they were, They're hunting Will. They're eating. You see them yes. eating ears. Right. You see that they're eating all this shit. Some of the shit they're putting they, in the like, walls that with Vecna can... So maybe he, well, maybe he could have been a numbered kid. I think the way that it's, he's bonded with Vecna is that weird growth that Vecna, that vine thing that he's put everywhere. Yeah. I think like the spores of whatever that is had gotten in Will. I don't think it's so much the beasts that had Will. They never, the beasts never touched him. Maybe he's like a, I don't want to say a horcrux 
but some, like a totem where all his, like where his connection he is the connection for some of the creatures in that zone dude so as long as he's alive they have a, a way in kind of what if they kill vecna and because Will has a little bit of that shit in him that he was coughing up, and maybe he still is, what if he becomes Vecna? Yes. Like a Horcrux that way, where he just becomes the whole oh, thing because shit. Vecna's gone, but there's a little bit of Vecna living in this kid, so That's his power returns season. to Will, and now they got to take down Will in the sixth and final season. Not such a crazy theory, is it? That'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be fun. I, I, I like it. I like what they're doing with it. I, I just, I don't know why I want to know what's in that painting. He really wanted us to know. He really wanted Mike to see it. There was like two opportunities where where he had he had denied viewing of it and mentioned like to Mike. Yeah, you know, I made a painting for it. It wasn't just subtle. It's 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 there. It's there for a reason. Well, who dies? So I was just gonna ask Mitch. Mitch, who do you think's dying? Eleven. I think she has to die to seal the upside down for good, and it'll make a good tragic story for Mike. Um, it'll make a good tragic story for Hopper. Uh, how do they do a sixth season with, or a fifth season without her though? She dies at the end, of, like she dies in the finale. Oh, of the series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, who's gonna die in the next coming weeks? Yeah, we mean who are they gonna kill in the next two episodes? Yes. Oh shit! Well, I thought for sure it was Steve. Oh no! And then I was like, oh man, it might be Nancy. Mm. Um, Maybe. I don't think Nance. I don't think. What do we have to gain? From, I think from I, a Nancy death. I think it's gonna be Max. I think it could be uh, uh, Eddie, but I don't want it to be Eddie. Well, Mike. It, dude, if it was Mike, that would rule hard. <laughs> <laughs> Will announced. Is that his name, Will? Yeah. Yeah. The character. Now a snap. Yeah. Yeah. He announced, like, kind of spoiled. That somebody's going to die. That somebody dies. He he gave it up in an interview in a way that, like, like on, he immediately looked on like. Jimmy Fallon or Whoops. Something. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I mean, it'd be at this point, it'd be almost equally devastating if it was anyone. But I really don't want it to be Steve or uh, Eddie. I love Steve and Eddie. Yeah, they have a weird like friendship, which is uh, Henry Creel is the guy's name, by the way, <laughs> that becomes Vecna. Yeah, okay. dude, Hanky Creel. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, what if Jonathan dies? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think that that would. Or Murray or well, Joyce. I think somebody important, and they're all fun and useful, but I'm talking about, like, first tier. Yeah, Jonathan and those kids. Jonathan and Steve, I think, are as tertiary as it would get. Mm. Max. Max is second. Max. But again, it comes down to what what is... What do we have to gain by any of these characters' deaths? Well, I think they can kill Max without affecting whatever their story arc plan was from the beginning. Some, some of this has been adjusted. Agreed. It'll it'll hurt Lucas. It'll hurt Lucas, but I don't think it would hurt whatever. Because, I mean, if you go back and rewatch the show, the way they cut all of Elle's scenes in that first season when she's flashing back to the fucking lab, it, it works too well. Like, I, I would really firmly believe they've had this season at least planned out how they were going to reveal the other, the number one kid because it makes too much sense. I mean, if you have Mike die, though, then that gives Eleven the impetus to sacrifice herself to seal the upside down so she can be with Mike again. It would also devastate Will. Yeah. No, I'm not saying. I know. I just, I just like that Matt operates on like we've accepted this as truth. Will is gay. He loves Mike. (laughs) 
I, I, I agree. It's I just, so blatant. I, I like how decidedly you're just like, it'll also kill Will because we all know. But that could turn him. The kid's flossing That's socks the thing. to the idea of That life. could turn him to Evil. the dark side yeah. to be the threat because he has that power. This is, and this is, there's a lot of, um, not comparisons, but ties to Akira. I don't know if you ever watched that movie. Old anime from the, the 80s. I am uh, vaguely familiar of it. I saw a t-shirt of a dude walking towards a red motorcycle, and that's about yeah. all I know. Yeah, that's, that's Kaneda. And it's fun to say, like, Shakira's name. Akira, Akira. <laughs> it's, I'm tonight on my headstone line. It's what got me into <laughs> anime, it's, for sure. It's the good kind of anime where you'll watch that, and then you'll watch other anime and be like, oh. No, it's a fantastic animated movie. It's an art style, it's, not a genre. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Is it better or worse than Digimon? Way better. Oh, it is. Bullshit. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has flushed something around this total of like 50-some million dollars down the toilet to retain the rights to making it live action. And he's waiting because he doesn't think he can do it right with today's technology. It's Hmm. such a good movie. He's not going to star in it, is he? No. He Just because it's like important to him as a fanboy that it gets done right whenever he gets done. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson will probably play every role. She'd play a grandma probably by the time he makes it. But he's like refreshed his rights like three or four times now, I think, without doing anything, which is an mm. insane amount of money to throw away. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, fuck. If you had enough money for a mega yacht and everything like that, why not? I still guarantee his finance. Piss that money away, baby. <laughs> Better not fucking renew Akira. I guarantee his finance manager is like, you can't just give him $20 million <laughs> for an idea you don't know what to do with. Mm. Ah, but when it does pay off. Oh, and he'll be happy. He doesn't care about spending the money because it's important to him. Well, how much? $20 million? What's what Over is, and over. Yeah, but if he's able to do that. Plus whatever it costs to make the film. Then he's got enough millions where it really doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. care, yeah. It's, he'd rather do that than have a yacht he has to pay up, keep on. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. I think we should start a Deadpool on the page and see who which one of the kids is going to die. I think Lucas would be easy to kill. I think they could have him be totally redeemed as understanding that he's one of the geek kids and then he does something to save the team because he's been such a fuck-up all season. I think they kill Max because she's a losable character. They could lose Max and it wouldn't fuck up whatever storyline they had written from day one because she seems like... After they've single-handedly revived Kate Bush's career? No, I like I like Max actually. The more I the more I think of Max, the more I like her character. And I just had a thought that Lucas could die. Yeah, and that could like pivot her into that role, kind of replace him. Yeah, and her take the whole thing a little bit more. And serious. and and basically, he died because he he chose sports over D and D. That's something a show, yeah. would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> Something a DM would do. I've, I've played with, with enough. Have you guys ever played? Yeah, but not. I tried once. Zach Moss tried to DM, but he was like, I'm not going to do it on paper, so use your this app on your phone. And then my phone ran out of batteries, so. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's the beauty of the game is pen, paper, pencil, paper, and dice. All day. Dude, I can barely maintain... I have to learn Settlers of Catan every time I fucking play it. I, I don't think I can handle D&D. Plus, it's uh, of the devil. I don't want to fucking have any Vecnas. 
Ooh, what's going to happen with that guy? Who's going to... So he's going to die, probably. That blonde kid better fucking die. The 35-year-old man that's in this show. Yeah. What? He's like... Uh, he's not 35. But the that quarterback, guy, dude? That, that guy's a the, deep adult. The fast uh, The girlfriend's coach? boyfriend. The girlfriend's boyfriend. Somebody oh. told me that you had a boyfriend. Like like a girlfriend. The girl that sounded like bubble wrap at the end of episode one. Oh, God. <laughs> she got folded up into a cube. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Is this about my cube? Um, Dr. Sally <laughs> and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend going to die. Oh, I hope so. That jock piece of shit asshole. If he's in another season, I'll be mad. He's a terrible NPC, and I hope he dies. Yeah. It also blows my mind that it has been revealed after the season that Jonathan and Nancy are a couple in real life and have been for the entire run of the show. Which oh, I, but I think they're planting the seeds okay. for Steve to swoop in. No. Swoop, swoop, swoopadelphia. Swoopadelphia. I mean in real life. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. He still thinks Steve's going to win the girl. Even yes. In, even in the real world? For the story. Have you seen that hair on his head and his chest? Well, in the real world, I think old Thuma, Thuma, Thuma Jr. is up for grabs. Thuma? <laughs> Thuma Jr. Yeah. Maya Hawk. Yeah. My brain was trying to do a fun portmanteau of Uma and Thurman, and it did, but then I stumbled <laughs> over it three times like a guiguo. Ethuma Hawkman. Yeah, dude. Hawkman. They seem pretty adorable in interviews together. But but old Jonathan's digging out Nancy like an old gravesite. That dude's perving down good. I yeah, think but Jonathan could die. Jonathan <laughs> might die. He's, he's going to be... Him and Argyle are going to be too high, and they're just going to die immediately in the next two episodes. You're probably right. I did try Surfer Boy Pizza. Nice. Where'd you get that? Walmart. Oh, cool. You know, if you order Domino's right now, Domino's, it specifically looks like the 80s Domino's box. Yeah. yeah. It's for Stranger Things, but I kept being like, wise man say, yes. forgiveness is for good divine, but yeah. never pay full price for late pizza. I know. <laughs> I'd pay a delivery guy extra to slide it to me through my screen door. Great. <laughs> Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Time's up, dude. Three bucks off. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen in this. 85 minutes and then two and a half? Two and a half hours, I think. What the fuck? I think it's four hours total. So it's 90 and then... Fuck. That and last one, seven was an hour and a half. Yeah, a bunch of them have been. That's was why. It? Yeah, that's why when they said, like, the next ones are theatrical length, I was like, damn, that must mean something. Because these are all pretty damn long. It's also weird to have another season after, like, the whole season's been, like, two-hour movies yeah almost i mean i don't see how if they resolve this problem i think the next season has to be a little bit of a story reach well i know next next episode now that i think about it is probably going to be the last three seasons from vecna's point of view or maybe 85 minutes of how he became went from what was his name ethan henry 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 how he went from henry to hanky krueger hanky krueger and then and then l fucking she used her wicked satanic powers to deform him well yeah because maybe that's what it is is she hadn't liked the way she rips apart the demogorgon into dust she yeah that's it yet. So maybe as she pushed him into the other dimension she was just tearing off like his outer layer that's what she was doing i thought is it possible though that creel henry creel was connected already to this place 
I mean, and then, maybe, but again, there's no evidence the place existed before that moment. Well, but how did he? How did he take hold in the house? Was he in the other side, and then he went to where his house is, and then just started operating in the upside down part of it? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you were a kid that'd been abducted, where would you go? You go. You go home. Go home. Yeah. All right. That's that's intriguing. Especially if you're in this like, because before his vines were everywhere, you'd imagine it was just like a beige dead world. Yeah. Because he is all the life there, other than yeah, it's a hive mind. Yeah. So all that all that life didn't exist until he was sent there, right? And the demogorgons find you based on touching the vines, which are connected to him. So it would be implied that he controls the demogorgons. Episode seven was the reveal of him, right? Or yeah. Six. I think I think you see him. What do you mean the reveal of him? Of of the Henry story. being, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, introduction. I thought that was eight. No, eight and nine are coming out July first. Oh, yeah, seven. Seven. The, the last, last one. one. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah, so this eighth episode is going to be the next step in the what series. happened to Vecna after after Elf he got thrown into that dimension. And right. Why, why he feels wronged by Elle because he was going to spare her and none of the other kids, and then she turned on him and put him in this place. So but then, there's two storylines happening right now because uh, him becoming Vecna is what Elle was remembering when she was in the pod but concurrently what's also happening is that Vecna is uh cursing Nancy and she's seeing the visions of Barb and she's in like the pool filling with blood but Nancy managed to get into his like mind castle where Max got earlier so she's also seeing his like actual memories of what happened yeah when true because she's walking through like his scenes and his memories right but steve's like because because eddie and robin got through the portal back into the trailer right which was a cool effect of climbing up to flip around and i like that yeah onto the piss soaked bed or was it vomit who knows Human excretions. You and I grew up without humidity, Mitch. Some people sweat while they sleep. They were, they don't sweat yellow ass fucking stains. I do. Uh, you don't seem like someone who's like just wore the same white shirt to gym all the time because you're a nice clean boy. Yeah. But you do. You do sweat <laughs> yellow stains, Mitch. I do. I have I have yeah, t shirts. They yeah. get that darkness. Yeah. Yeah, but why would Eddie be like, oh, those are uh, those stains are uh forget about it. Because he's sweating through the night having wet dreams, dude. There's come and sweat probably. I used to sweat a lot. I used to keep a pillow in the freezer so that when I went to bed I would trick my head into thinking it was cool out. Dude, I sweat some nights growing up without humidity. If I grew up in Florida, it looked like I just stood over my bed and pissed on it every night. I've gotten out of the shower once visiting my friend in Detroit and started sweating. Yeah. Just yeah. getting out of the shower. Humidity okay. Sucks. That's why I moved. But still, Nancy's like, she's trancy right now and they're going to have to figure out what her favorite song is real fucking quick in episode eight. <laughs> well, I, I don't know because it seems like she got past where he can attack her like Max did. Yeah. She got inside of his shit. It's like Freddy Krueger. This is a callback to Nightmare on Elm Streets, where the kids started fucking with Krueger, and then he couldn't murder him them inside of his own creation. That he had to be in their dream. They couldn't be in his. Oh, I like that. Right? I wish we had Nate here. He'd be able to, like, well, tell me the real details of what I remember vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dream Warriors. That's, we we that all agree. One? That's the best one. That's the third one. The gay one. Uh, that's where there's like those group of kids and that it, it's, it's, 
it's funny because they all become like they all develop a character inside this dream world where they have powers. Yeah. And now they can fight him because yeah, because they're in they they're in control. his realm. They they they're taking control. If you get to where it's his thoughts, but Freddie always wins. Yeah. So it's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, this show though, it it it, it, it a lot of nods to good horror. Yeah. I'm I'm really really happy. I, I love it. I do too, and I don't even like the things they're nodding to mostly. Sure. And I still like I like the way they're doing it so deftly and fun. Absolutely. Yeah, man, it's pretty fucking gnarly. It's pretty pretty graphic. So it's the second episode of The Boys. I just watched the second episode. You'll have to tell me what it starts and ends with because I'm fucking all the way through it and it's all just one thing. And even though I've been watching it weekly. It's where Butcher took the juice. The first uh, time. I haven't seen that yet. The first time does he take does he cut that guy in half against the car? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. Gunpowder? That's where he takes it a couple more times. Oh my god. That's why I said the first. Yeah. But yeah, gunpowder, where he takes out gunpowder. Yeah, gunpowder gets fucking Woo! smoked. And then the it ends with so what, you've only watched the first episode, Mitch? Yeah, I uh I meant to get on it, but I was like, I know we were gonna talk about Stranger Things, so I put I'm all my watching. effort into Stranger Things. I'm so glad I go you back did. to the board. You are too. Yeah, man. Uh what a great show. Yeah, but I'm now I'm going back to the boys and the Orville. And Miss Marvel. I uh, gotta finish Kenobi. But wait, yeah. so what happens? Butcher Butcher takes the juice and he gets powers. Yeah, he basically turns into his power set is pretty much Homelander's power set. You find out diabolical, like exactly Homelander's power set. And the side effects might be that he's starting to go a little cuckoo, like Homelander. Oh, that's what they're foreshadowing. Where where Homelander came to him and said, "It's going to be you and me." Oh yeah. And then he's like, oh. He's like, yeah, wouldn't have it any other way. I'm ready, mate. Yeah. Ready, mate. And me and you, we gonna fuck. Oh, my God. Just the way it ends, where Homelander's now like, fuck you, this is who I am. Holy shit, dude. Homelander, and I know they did it in the books, so. He just whipped his dick out. Trump went. Yeah, Trump went full Homelander, but really, Homelander goes full Trump. What? He's basically like, they didn't even get mad when I said I grab him by the pussy. Now I'm just going to talk the way I want to. Apparently yeah. this is only going to do me good. So then why don't I let everybody know that I do think I'm better than them, that I do think I'm the most supreme being on the planet. He does. And he lets everybody know. Yeah. And at first it seems like everybody's kind of into it. Very right, alt-wingy, uh, you know. He says it like it is. Proud boys and fucking <laughs> Trumpers being like, yeah, this guy's not, you know, he is the most powerful. He's fucking awesome. I wish I was him. I wish I had all those those things. I wish I had a dead Nazi girlfriend jerking me off in a bed. <laughs> I saw that there was a big dust up. Well, not dust up, but like there was a big thing on Reddit where someone was basically finally figured out that the the boys was satirizing the like ultra MAGA right kind of like oh we they had the are we the baddies moment. Oh yeah, but I mean whatever. I don't know. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, that's that's why art's important. Sometimes for these Gweeglows to understand they're full-blown spies, they got to see the boys and be like, Homelando's a bad guy. Oh, wait a minute. Gweeglo like Homelando. <laughs> it's it's good. Um, where, uh, I don't know. Fuck, I was, was going to talk about, I think I was going to talk about, oh, Mother's Milk. Um, <laughs> that M- is, that's M- his name? M-M, yeah, dude. M-M? M-M. He's, his, his arc is great. Yeah. Uh, the it, second episode, it, it really, you feel it, man. It like, hurts. It wrenches. It hurts. His struggle to be, have his family. 
Oh my it goodness. hurts. It hurts to watch this poor but guy. But his ex, his ex is perfect. She's great. She understands why he's going through what he goes through. She just doesn't want her fucking kids around me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch the third episode tomorrow, probably. Uh, after I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna watch that. Uh, but first, I gotta watch the Kenobi. You guys watch episode five of Kenobi? Dude, yeah. dude, we gotta talk about it. Do it. What do you think, man? Floor's yours, Jake. Does he kill? Young Luke? No. <laughs> oh, man. The episode ended. I fucking... She's taking a long look at Luke laying in bed. She was going to kill him? She's on her way to go kill him. Hell yeah. Wait, what? Wait, you saw it, right? I saw... Well, no, Vader fucking gets Reva. Uh-huh, and then when she's crawling away, what does she find? Did you fall asleep, Mitchie? No, I just can't remember. Because I went to... stabbed and you were like, bedtime. She did. Story no, <laughs> I I went. I so first of all, the action of Vader, like they did the standard Star Wars trope where someone force holds a ship in midair, forces it to the ground, rips the ship open, and then there's a second ship that's behind it, and they're like, "Ha ha!" and he doesn't do anything about the second ship. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of great force action. There was a man, how fucking cool was Darth Vader fighting against Reva, not even drawing his own lightsaber, just using the force to like make sure she can't strike him. Yeah. And so cool her lightsabers over and over again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So when I like to defeat it, she crawls away and finds Obi-Wan's transponder that he gave to Kumail. Oh, that's right. World dickhead Organa sent him a fucking voicemail, even though he was told never to do that shit. And he was like, Obi-Wan, I have not heard from you. So my dick grows weepy. I hope my daughter's okay. If, if I don't hear back from you, I'm going to have to go protect the boy on Tatooine. Oh, shit. And she finds the transponder laying there stabbed because Vader didn't kill her. He stabbed her in the same spot he stabbed her as a child, so it's all probably scar tissue and robot parts. <laughs> and oh, she, she got modded, dude. Yeah, so she's probably going to go to Tatooine and get modded and then try to hunt Owen because of the name Owen's in there, too. Evan! And she already met Owen on fucking Tatooine. You don't have a cousin, Patty. So she's going to go back and hunt him down, man. And then the episode ends with Obi-Wan feeling the disturbance in the Force. Because he's finally connected again for real. Right. And Yeah, that was... That was cool with him kind of flashing back to him and uh, Anakin sparring, and he'd be yeah. like, "If you don't get your, if you don't get your uh, emotions in check, you'll always be a Padawan." Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome, man. Because it basically not only helped him defeat Anakin on Mustafar, but it also is kind of helping him foil Darth Vader no. as he's trying to escape. Because Vader is blinded by emotion. I mean, Vader's barely grown at all as a person since that fight scene between Obi-Wan and Anakin. He's still right about losing his wife. Yeah, he's all he's mad about all the same shit. He's that same and then kid. killing yeah. like a, a classroom full of Padawans. Yeah. He got all his limbs cut off, his dick got burned off. <laughs> yeah, he can't make any more new Jedi queens and princes. He's just pissed. I'm just I'm just theorizing and I know we've done it on a lot of this show, but like no. If you're laying face down on the fucking lava, I'm pretty yeah. sure your dick is getting burnt. Oh, yeah, dude, your dick's crispy. It's a Vienna sausage that was in for three days. <laughs> Someone forgot to take the bar S off the grill. Yeah, dude, you're fucked. Your little smoky is smoke. Give him a robot penis. He Good. probably does. He's quite good. 
it. Big old strap on. It's powered by kyber crystals, dude. That, <laughs> that thing shakes like you believe. <laughs> I just imagine his dick is a gonk droid. I just imagine the shake weight that lit up like a lightsaber. What if the force <laughs> is so strong he just fucked you with the force? And he always makes women sleep with him in the dark, so they just feel the force, so they just think he has a penis. Hey, that's... I don't think Vader fucks once he's in the suit. You don't think he, you don't think he pays, like, weird fish aliens to get in the back to tank and eat his dead skin? <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, he's too gross, because, like, his necrotic flesh has to be scrubbed off, and he has to go in the back to tank. He doesn't have time to fuck. Okay. They showed us George Costanza fucking models as a kid. I still kind of think Vader could get laid. I mean, yeah, he's got the power. <laughs> yeah, dude. He'd, he'd be like, you want this. Is there a lot of Vader in the show? Yeah. Really? There is once once you get into episode three and beyond. Does he ever take the mask off? Yeah. Yeah. The first time you see him, it's like, so Reva uh, tells Obi-Wan that Anakin Skywalker is still alive and then they cut to him like and he fucking opens his eyes but he's in the back to tank James Earl Jones does the voice and now that he's older he sounds younger because his voice isn't as deep so that's cool does he really? yeah 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 dude also I was reading that they did a kind of like what they did with the Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian they have him reading the lines but they're also feeding it through an AI thing that helps construct it to be the same pitch as it once was okay it's that same ai that gained sentience at google earlier this week oh that shit's scary mm-hmm. read the conversation did you read the conversation the computer had yeah it fucking terrified me yeah where it tells you the guy it's sad and then it feels emotion. Yeah, but it's like, what is this robot going to do? I'm going to throw a cup of water on it, and I'll be the new robot overlord. That robot's on a server. I'll throw it on the fucking server. Uh, I think I think Google's probably got that project backed up in a couple of places. Dude. Yeah, did you not watch Ultron? There's an age. That's true. That's true. Um, so, I mean, what do you guys do you think that uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, like, they made it pretty heavy-handed that he's trying to learn how to become a Force ghost because through Qui-Gon, which I don't know how Qui-Gon did it. They clearly he burned his body in episode one. So it's like, can you retroactively become a Force ghost? Yeah, I think it's just keeping... I think it's once you're dead, just keeping your soul as a thing that's contactable. I don't think it's necessarily where you have to just phase out like Obi did. Mm. We haven't seen Yoda die yet, have we? Yeah, he dies in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but does he just fade out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought he just like limp puppeted. He went transfers his Skywalker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. My guess here's what I was I was having a conversation with Preston Tompkins and I was like, you pretty much have to have Qui-Gon like you it's it's Chekhov's Qui-Gon Jin. You can't talk about it in the first episode and beyond and then not have him show up so hopefully he reconnects with Qui-Gon in the show but my money is that he's probably gonna talk to him in a post-credit scene Ooh. have they been doing post-credit scenes no I think the Mandalorian has some doesn't it I haven't watched any of it yet I don't know I don't know if I'm waiting it's really good it might be I, I'm I'm watching a lot of really good I stuff know. so I'm, I'm sticking out sticking it's, to it it's also one of those pocket stories where you can like watch it whenever you want because it doesn't 
It's not going to lead to anything new. We're watching uh, Miss Marvel weekly, obviously, instead of just waiting, uh, which the girls are more used to. They're used to just having access to anything. Yeah. And now they're getting pissed because they got to wait a week. Cool. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to my childhood. Yeah, you poor things. I also, if welcome I missed my life. it, if I had diarrhea that night, I never knew what happened on that episode <laughs> of the fucking show. Right, you got to call your friend and yeah. be like, oh my God, I had diarrhea. Yeah. What the hell happened? Yeah, yep. So they they have it good. Yeah, they have it good. I haven't watched Miss Marvel yet, but I hear pretty good things. It's fun. It's really fun. The second episode makes it seem like it's really going somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it obviously is the girls in the movies already, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's really cool what they're doing with the villainess. We don't know. Say, I don't know if it's the villain yet. We don't know. But she seems interesting. The Department of Damage Control, very funny. They've stolen a lot of Stark tech. Is that who that is? Those those, that, those government people, that's Damage Control? Yeah, DODC. Got Department it. Department of Damage Control. Okay. It's the same guy from Spider-Man. Okay. So the, yeah. Wait, wasn't that Time Daily? I don't know, man. You, you're the encyclopedia that would know that. No, yeah. she, was, she wasn't in the show. She was in Spider-Man Far From... Uh, yeah, but the bearded no, guy that's in there with Spider-Man doing the interview when he gets apprehended by Department of Damage Control. Oh, yeah. The guy that was just like, you did it. You fucking killed Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. That guy is the Department of Damage Control guy in Miss Marvel. No, Tyne Daly from Cagney and Lacey was oh. in the movie, and she like then she the one that came in to talk to Vulture. Yeah, she was like, "You have to stop." Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's got a good vibe to it. I like the I like the show visually. There's a lot of um, like Savage Steve Holland yeah. type stuff where there's Nate would get that reference. There's a lot of just art that happens in the background that moves on the wall right like, things things that are just very animated on the show cool really well done it's also got a strong cw vibe yeah it's definitely the most like preteen show they've done so far okay yeah you got to build that audience for the future phases yeah well i mean it's just like it's a will they will they with her and her best friend guy friend and then she ends up having a crush on this new dude you can right. see how much it hurts that guy right. but there's there's a lot of really interesting and enjoyable characters yeah i like bruno a lot yeah bruno's I like, great i like the dude at the halal truck probably my favorite character on the show the halal truck yeah yeah the guy that's uh, trying to talk her white passing friend into like giving him the only hero license at the meetups <laughs> so that he's the only person who could sell halal food yes and all the um isn't uh what am i trying to say uh i saw a meme that said that they that her and her other and her friend i don't know if this is the bruno guy you're talking about but they both have a crush on kingo from the eternals both of their mom her her mom and her her crush's mom both have a crush on kingo but they think it's a like one of their moms has a crush on wait that's not his, his mom is her auntie no 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 no. his mom when they're at dinner or at lunch and they hide their faces yeah and they're talking about that thing that their moms are both into that disgusts them yeah they're using both pseudonyms for different ages of kingo's acting career from eternals remember how he keeps yes. playing his own son yes in movies so one of their moms is into the grandfather. So like the one that's in like talkies and black and white Humphrey Bogart era. Yes. And one's into like, 
Oh, and her, yeah. The George Clooney-aged one. And then there's also the youngest one who currently exists. King Kingo's a stud, dude. <laughs> it's like yes. a quick little Easter egg that they're both of their moms are very embarrassingly. I didn't pick up Bollywood on Bollywood stars. Yeah, I didn't pick up on it. And then Bruno, it's like, oh, Bollywood too. Yeah, I've seen that in the back. He's like, yeah. okay, cool <laughs> story, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. It's also so. Have you watched any of it? No, no, no. I. Uh... There's only two episodes. I'm going to get into it. Uh, I can't decide if I want to go because I am I think I'm going to stay up and watch Kenobi. And then I'm going to either go to Ms. Marvel. But like right now on my plate, I got the Ms. Marvel, the Orville, and the boys. And then, oh, shit. Um, on the 23rd of June, in a couple of days, that new Beavis and Butthead movie comes out on, on <laughs> Paramount Plus. Yeah. yeah. I'll see it. I love it. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that preview looked pretty cool about them going to the future and everything. Like, ordinarily, I'd be wary of it, but it's Mike Judge, and Mike Judge doesn't put out bad shit. Nope. Fair. Extract's probably his worst, and that's still a really solid comedy. Eh, what about The Good Family? <laughs> I like The Good Family. Did you? Yeah, I think that had legs, and it got canceled too early. I never watched it, because I heard it sucked. But, you know, that's probably why I didn't get... A chance. I relate on many way in many ways to Office Space. Like I lived that life for for a while. Yeah. And that movie is something that is constantly going in my head for some reason or another. Yeah. Like whenever you you whenever you want to say something like, "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster." Yeah. You think of that movie. Yeah. Or you think about him sitting there oh, in the car God. and rolling oh, the window, you know, lower the volume. Oh, God. Raising it again. I fucking love that movie. Diedrich Bader. <laughs> but, yeah. two, chicks, two chicks at the same time, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be all right. <laughs> Good old Diedrich Bader. Dude, that guy rules. He's pretty funny. He's so fucking funny on the Drew Carey show. That show was right? a really funny show. Yeah. They had a lot of talent. It's not syndicated well because Drew Carey has pissed off that company by going to host The Price is Right in perpetuity forever. So they're just like, cool, we'll cut off all revenue from your old shit. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So all the others get screwed out of money? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They all need it more than him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. But you know what? Well, that's, that's stupid. And it just makes it where like new generations of fans don't see it. It was probably the most progressive show of the nineties. Yeah, I, I watched it more than I thought when I when I see it. Like I really enjoyed watching it, I guess is a better way to put it. It ruled the characters were complex. Some of the characters were so basic that was the joke, but most of the characters were really complex. Nora's brother, Mary's Mimi. Uh like Kate. Yeah, Kate ruled. Before she got all she got her face done or whatever she had. Yeah. Uh yeah, that episode where Drew wins the Batman Forever Batmobile in the <sighs> It's one of my favorite all-time episodes of TV. That was such a, that when, was a special night. <laughs> yeah, when they when they the police are like, "We found the people that stole your your Batmobile," and the the, the reveal that it's Lewis and Oswald dressed as the <laughs> Burt Ward and Adam West Batman, and he's like, "I don't want to press charges, but you guys have to walk home in those outfits through the bad part of town." <laughs> Yeah. I remember that episode. That was funny. That was great. Yeah. That was a fun show. I don't yeah, know. man. I remember watching it at times and being like, how come I'm not more exposed to this show? That was one thing I was I was thinking. 
And then another was just like, because I like the thing about demographics, like, well, who is this show made for and why is it on now? Um, and then just why it wasn't more watched. Well, it was one of those weird shows that was always like third or fourth pop, most popular on its night airing against other comedies, but it was up against like Friends. Home Improvement. And End of Cheers. And family Matters. And, and Family Matters. Like it was up against all these so other things that bad, ended up being like... Bad time. Yeah, all-time juggernauts. And then that thing was always steadily popular and kind of caught the end of an early era and the beginning of a later era where it was never number one. It was always really close. Well, I got some... Anyway, ran against Friends for like six years. I got some pull online now, now that John Cena follows me. So I'll um, I'll fucking put in the good word. Well, he listens. Dude. DM him and ask him how much James Gunn wants for that comet. The what? The comet? The Mercury that they blew up in the first season. I'll buy it. Right. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, dude, I can DM John Cena now. It's, I mean, he followed me on Twitter. It's weird because, he, you know, he follows 500,000 people, so it's not like a huge deal, but fucking weird. So I could theoretically DM John Cena and be like, yo, what up, champ? What, what happened to that Mercury Comet from uh, Peacemaker? That might trigger him to uh, respond. Then uh, we'll all be starring in the next season of Peacemaker. Oh yeah, dude. And we can be like, so long, stink town. And get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude. They'll have you and me play young AG. It'll be you and then they CGI my hair and brow on you. <laughs> yeah right it's all coming together boyos from me on you is pretty much (laughs) agey die beard junior (laughs) uh what a scene that scene's so goddamn good yeah so wait are we gonna do a poll a poll what (laughs) yeah a deadpool we should a deadpool yeah who's gonna die will it be dustin Will it be Mike? Will it be Will? Will it be Lucas? Will it be Max? Will it be Steve? Will it be Jonathan? Nancy? Other guy? Uh, Eddie? Uh, <laughs> What's Lucas's little sister's name? Erica. Uh, Erica. Oh, God, Erica not. would be devastating. Do not kill her. Yeah, dude, she's awesome. And I I don't even want to put her in the Deadpool because she needs to live. Well, we of the important crew, I guess... Like, I don't know if Argyle would make the list as far as if we care or not. No, he's a tertiary character. Right. Even Steve, you said earlier? No, Steve, I think, counts. Steve should. He's he's core. Yeah. Dude, Steve, how the fuck's he going to get all of his... He got his love handles ate by those bats. Uh, He's not going to live. He doesn't have much fat, so it's all right. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna. He's probably get eaten down to his organs. He's these uh, fucking. They're just biting him. And, like, dude, they, they him. already confirmed in that video they did with Parks and Rex that later on he becomes John Ralphio's birth father. Uh, so if people wanna, if we should put the pool up, but people could also email us this. Thing. Yeah, they can get us. Uh, they can send it to us. Uh, put the title of the email: Stranger Things Deadpool. Put who you want to wait like who you want to die uh who you think is going to die rather and then how much money you're going to give us um (laughs) (laughs) good pitch yeah no tell us who you think is going to die put it in the subject or you know just make the subject stranger things deadpool and put the your your vote in the actual body of the email um or you can tell us on our facebook page you can you can 
on our Reddit page. On our Reddit page. Oh, that yeah! That would be a great place for a poll that's interactive. <laughs> would be a, a Reddit. Yes. Uh, you can also send us uh, something on Twitter, at Broadcast Geeks. Instagram, Broadcast underscore Geeks. OnlyFans at Broadcast Cheeks. Um, you can you can also subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And uh, you know what? This was a really fun night, fellas. Thanks for chatting some Stranger Things. Yeah. We'll do it again next week. Same bat time, same Demogorgon channel. Ooh. And until then, we'll have to leave him with this. Excelsior! Excelsior.